the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Dana Southern and I am here with my friend and business partner, Gary Green. And collectively, for a little over eight and a half years now, we are Your Car Insiders. Y-O-U-R, Your Car Insiders. And we work for you, not the dealer. And that's a really critical element if you're thinking about going out to purchase a vehicle, whether it be new or used. You either are you know, extremely knowledgeable, understand the marketplace, understand how a car deal works. I'm terribly sorry. I thought my phone was off. I'll address that right away. Gary, say good morning. You know, good morning. And, you know, we were talking last week about, you know, the financing of cars. And it's it's really important. And one of the things that they did mention, don't do anything about trying to get yourself pre-approved until you do find the car that you want. Because there is a timing factor involved where if you do a certain amount of inquiries in a car purchase in a certain amount of time, they count as one inquiry. Do you want to explain it or do you want me to? Not really. Okay. Because it's not that important. All right. The, the, the key thing, though, is... Just you need to nobody's approved if they haven't pulled your credit. So if you get a letter in the mail that says pre-approved for this, pre-approved for that, you're not you're invited. You're being invited to apply for something. That's a really good way to put it. I think that explains it pretty fairly. You know. It's very simple, and Dana was actually the one who explained this to me years ago. When you finance a car, you finance, we're making this up, $30,000 for 60 months. For every point that the rate changes, your payment's going to change by $15 a month. Now, it may not sound like a lot, but take 15 times 60. 900. It's 900 bucks. Now, when someone says to me, the dealership really screwed me over, they charged me 19% on my interest rate. Well, they didn't screw you over. You screwed yourself over because that's what your credit qualified you for. Now, remember when we talked last week about the, but they told me. Here's one of the other things that you hear. 
that they say, don't worry about the interest rate. You can refinance the car in 12 months. Poppycock. Poppycock. So I'll never forget, I helped a gal, was a friend of mine's girlfriend, and I was so disgusted with the way she was talking, I actually didn't meet her at the dealership. I sent her in to see the general manager. And when the general manager met the woman and her mother, he explained to her, please don't talk to my employees like this. Okay, they're not what you just said. They're hardworking people that are trying to make a living. Now, I will bet I will bet a lot, not my life, that nobody in that dealership had a lower credit score than this girl had. And he was able to get her a car loan with her mom co-signing. And I kind of washed my hands of the gal because I didn't like the way she was talking about the people in the dealership. Well, a few months later, I get a text message from this gal's sister. Can I help her? And I had to be careful because I couldn't tell the sister that the mother had co-signed for her, uh, her sister. Well, guess what? Mom can't co-sign for both of them. She's not strong enough. Doesn't have sufficient income to be able to co-sign for both. So we ended up meeting at the dealership. She wanted a specific kind of car. So we showed up at the Chevy dealership and she's looking at a cruise and we're doing this and we're doing that. And she doesn't have very good credit. Now, when you file bankruptcy and then you buy, want to buy a car, if you've filed bankruptcy and your bankruptcy is discharged and you decide to buy a car, there are certain lenders that love you. You just cleared out all your debt. And as long as you have a job and some kind of a down payment, there's a very good possibility. One of the lenders that really likes those people is Capital One. Capital One is a great lender for rebuilding your credit. Now, when I had my business partner issues in the mid-2000s, 2007 to be exact, the lender that I used to reestablish my credit, my first credit card after all that was Capital One. Now, Capital One loves me. They, my, my car is financed with them, and I have giant credit limits with them. I don't use the credit cards. But, Amazing bank, if you think about it, the yeah. transition from where it started to where it is today. Now, the funny thing was... When we went in, I told her, as long as you don't have any bad credit after your bankruptcy, this bank loves you. And she kind of got a look on her face and she chuckled and she left. She said, well, I have a credit card with them, but I haven't been paying it. That's not when you chuckle. After the bankruptcy. So we went in to the dealership. We pulled her credit and... That's a lender that I can't even remember the name of it, but they had a wonderful interest rate. It was 23.9%. Her credit score was under 500. Now, a couple of things that were necessary was she needed to answer the phone to do a credit interview. Now, one thing that I've learned and I learned it from a gentleman that I worked for. His name was John Schneider at ABC Nissan. Love John. When we did secondary deals, which was subprime financing, there was a sheet in the deal with what we called STIPS. 
And if the deal didn't have all the steps in the deal, the deal couldn't go to finance. The deal could be making $4,000 for the dealership, and the desk guy wants the deal to go through. And if the finance guy takes the deal and types the deal, he better have every step. And if he doesn't, John Schneider's going to want to know why. Or someone's chasing to get him. Right. Now, there was no chasing to get them before they went into finance. This is when I worked there. Dana. Now, it used to be you chase for the steps. But what they found out at the dealership was it was a whole lot easier to get what you needed from a customer before they had the car than after they had the car. Funny how that works. So this girl needed to do this phone interview, but this dealership didn't care that she was taking the car. They just told her, hey, everything you wrote on the credit app, it's correct. You don't have to remember what you said because it's correct. Correct? Yep. This is how much you make. Yep. This is how long you've worked there. Yep. This is this. Yep. This is where you live. Yes. This is what you pay. Yes. As long as you answer all those questions the way you wrote it down, there's no discrepancy. We're done. You're approved. Now, she signs a letter that states this is a conditional delivery. For any reason that the bank's not going to fund the loan, you have to bring the car back. Everybody signs a conditional delivery. if you write a check. It's just so they have the form in there. So I get a phone call a couple of weeks later. But the, the last part at the dealership, when we sat down, I always go over the numbers with the customer. So I was going through and I explained this is how much you're financing this is your interest rate, and this is your finance charge. And she looked, and she had a look on her face, and said, you're not laughing anymore, are you? The price of the car was less than the finance charge because when it says APR, and the APR is over 20%, and it's a five-year loan, you're paying more than 100% because it's an annual percentage rate. And unfortunately, you know, there are times when, when people... She had no choice. It was that or walking. And and understanding that, the point I was going to make, there are times when people find themselves in circumstances where their credit scores are, are not exemplary and it's not their fault. It can happen. Sometimes, you know, like the example he gave, where after the bankruptcy to just make light of being late on the payments that that's just so serious and so hopefully you understand the difference now the last part on this young lady was she would get a phone call not recognize the number not answer the phone call and ignore the voicemail credit interview so i get a phone call from the finance director at the dealership saying, hey, Gary, and I don't really know this gal that well. She said, hey, I wanted to reach out to you. I know this is your client. Uh, we can't get her loan funded. They, She's not answering or returning the call for the credit interview. Okay. So the next thing you know, we, I call her and I explain to her very simply this. When they call you, they expect a call back. If you do not call them today and you get up tomorrow and your car is gone, it is because the dealership sent a tow truck to call. The call that you're ignoring is the credit interview. Now, sometimes when some, I always laugh sometimes 
when somebody has great credit and they're all worried about getting a car loan? Do I need to bring my paycheck stub? Do I need to bring my bank statements? Do I need to bring this? Do I need to bring that? Now, one of the things that it's called STIPS. So when you apply for a car loan and they get conditions, proof of residence, proof of income. Now, I needed a driver's license update. We have that new license in Arizona to travel with. And very fortunate for me, I had a mom that was wonderful at keeping things. So I'm reading the letter online and it says, must have birth certificate, social security card, two credit, two bill statements current within the last 90 days. So I went down to the third party DMV and I gave the gal everything. She took my picture. I was gone in 15 minutes. When you go to get a car loan, and they tell you that they need proof of income. You better not have lied on the credit app. You better not have allowed the salesperson to give you a raise. Know how to fill out the correct amount. Now, I learned something that a bank, Chrysler Capital, if you're married or if you're not married and there's two people on the car loan, you can't split the mortgage anymore if you're not putting both people on the car loan if they're both on the mortgage. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half don't even know it. Eleven million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. 
My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Welcome back to your car insiders on 96 of the Patriot. I'm going to do all the introductions today because Dana's looking at his phone. It was his turn. Kurt, the nice radio show listener, is looking for us to help him again. He happened to text us. No, it's okay. And, you know, and that's what it is. You know, one of the things that's great about doing business with friends is a trust thing. So we have a very simple system that Dana and I use. If we help you buy a car, you pay us $400. Explain that. That's only if you make the purchase. Now, How much do we charge in the event that we... Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Right. And what I explain to people is if you're a radio show listener, you only pay... Four hundred dollars. It's not four hundred dollars to me. It's not four hundred. It's four hundred dollars. That wouldn't be fair. So I will never forget. I had a radio show listener that was adamant with me that I. T- she was referred to me by her father, and her father bought a car. And while we were there, her sister called after talking to the parents and said, "Can I come down and get that car, too?" And she came down and bought a car. That was about three years ago. Well, the the sister that got the first car, I helped her get a second car. Now the sister that I helped this last time, we went to the Toyota dealership and we drove a, a Highlander. And the husband was very analytical, had a lot of notes, a lot of comparisons, did a lot of research. And to satisfy his curiosity, he knew he wasn't going to buy it, but he wanted to go look at a new Hyundai Santa Fe. Well, when we got to the Hyundai dealership, they happened to have a bronze color car that was almost like an orange bronzy color. That was the color the wife wanted on the Highlander that they didn't have. And they went for the test drive with the salesperson. And when they got back, they had surprisingly said, I can't believe how nice this car is. We're going to go with this instead of the Highlander. So about two weeks later, I got an email from the woman. My father still hasn't received the $200 bird dog check (laughs) that you told me he was going to be getting from you. I'm sure that's an oversight. Do you need his address? And I sent back a very nice, hey, I don't give bird dogs. And then she turned around, and I went a little further. She turned around and said, my husband and I both recall you telling us that. Now, Dana just dropped his pen. I was so angry, I couldn't work the mouse on my computer. So I called her, and I explained that, hey, I'm done in emails and text messages with this. You need to call me so we can sort this out. So let me tell you what it is that I told you while we were sitting there and you thanked me for all the time that I spent going to two different dealerships. I actually split the $400 fee that you pay with Dana, Dana, because you were referred to us by your father, who is a radio show listener. And she wrote back. 
real quickly or call me. I don't remember what. Gary, I'm so sorry. That's exactly what you said. And that's a big, 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 big problem in the car dealership. What people hear and what they think they hear is not always the same. Now, often we, the dealer says things in such a way that they want you to hear it the way you hear it. That's like, completely different. You know, and I had a conversation with somebody the other day because we were looking at a car and I told him what he could get the Cadillac for. And my friend wanted to look at a GMC before he pulled the trigger on the Cadillac. And the way that the lease worked, because he was a current Cadillac owner and he was leasing another Cadillac, the payment on the XT5 was lower than the payment on the GMC Denali Terrain. And all of a sudden, my friend on the phone says to me, well, if he won't do that, what will he do? And I got a, didn't get annoyed, but I did make a trip out to the dealership to do another car deal, and I got with the general manager. And I explained to the general manager that the way that Dana and I do business, we're not asking you to take $5,000 losers. We're not asking you to do this, but please don't ever ask us what will they do if they won't do that. Part of what Dana and I do, and it doesn't happen that often, okay? It unfortunately happened at a dealership not that long ago. It was a radio show listener, and I can promise you this, won't ever, ever step foot in that dealership, okay? Dana, in his heart, knew the deal was not a good deal, knew that it was not in the customer's best interest. He excused himself, and the dealership lowered the deal by about two grand. Dana knew the deal was a bad deal. Dana knew that it wasn't worth trying to explain to the dealership it was a bad deal. There are certain people in stores that we don't get along with, and they want uh, I mean, I don't mind it. Never got, this dealership once told me that once... I bring a client into the showroom, it's now their customer. And I looked at him and I explained, you've lost your expletive freaking mind. Okay. At any point, I've never had a client say to me when I've said to them, I don't like how this is going. Let's get out of here. No one's ever stayed. Now, I had it with a good friend of mine one day that I didn't like the way my friend was acting. So I said, hey, let's get out of here. Where are we going? I don't know where you're going, but I'm going home. He says, what do you mean? I said, I can't believe the way that you're acting. Okay, this is not, I'm not here to, to do what you're doing. You have a car, a trade-in that's a piece of crap. He's offering you way more money than the piece of crap's worth and you had the nerve to say to me he's gonna let me leave over two hundred dollars well guess what the, the way i explain it to him is don't look at it that way you're leaving over 200 he's not letting you leave he's done he's all in that money for your trade is way, way above what that car is. When you have a car with over 100,000 miles on it, has body damage, and shows three 
accidents on the Carfax because your 16-year-old was driving it. That's not a car the dealership wants to bury themselves in. And the key is when we work with and through the the people at the dealership and we're dealing with either the general manager or the general sales manager or the new car director or the person that we're dealing with, we're not getting their second best price. We're getting the very best terms they're willing to offer with rare, rare, rare exception. And under that premise, we're going to get every dollar we can for your trade-in, but is the bottom line is if they had an extra $200 to give you, we weren't getting you the best deal in the first place. We're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Remember, you can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. You can reach me, Gary, at 602-525-1370. Very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located 8801 West Bell Road, Peoria, Arizona. Earnhardt Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit the all-new state-of-the-art facility and experience the pride that every Earnhardt Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to their clients. At Earnhardt Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people who know how to take care of a Lexus and even more importantly, how to take care of you. Now located in the heart of Phoenix at 800 East Camelback Road, Phoenix, Arizona, 85014. Larry H. Miller Nissan's general manager, Bill Brixey, is committed to helping you find the new or used vehicle you've been searching for. Whether it is new or used Nissans or new or used cars from the top manufacturers, Bill can help. But here is the game stopper. Bill's finance staff offers expert advice to those seeking a great deal on a car or lease. Larry H. Miller Nissan has a top-notch service and parts department always willing to help you with your Nissan. Larry H. Miller is located at 2025 West Riverview Auto Drive in Mesa. Nobody likes to be in debt, and that's why it's usually not wise to borrow money. But if your air conditioner calls it quits in the middle of summer and you don't have cash on hand, what are you going to do? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to give you the best solution to a difficult problem because sometimes we have to make tough choices in life with money issues and we need all the help we can get. Because Benefit Air is a train comfort specialist dealer, we have access to financing terms that other dealers can't even come close to. What if you could get a brand new train system complete with a full 10-year parts and labor warranty for a low monthly payment? And what if a large portion of that monthly payment would be offset by the savings in your energy bill? And what if the energy savings over the life of the system was actually equal to or more than the cost of the system? At Benefit, we want to help you out of a tight spot by offering payment options that are affordable while providing you with a wise investment that can save you money for years to come. Call Benefit today to find out more about the financing options for a new high-quality train system that you can afford. 602-840-9229 or visit us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. 
should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Um, please, if you have a pen handy, write down this number. If you're looking for a vehicle, if you're looking for whether it be new or used, lease, whether it's a conventional purchase. Now, when he mentions used, if you're looking for a $7,000 used car, there's only a couple of handful people that I'll deal with. You know, I got a call from a referral, and it's... She found a used car on Cave Creek Road for $8,500 out the door. And she actually calls me and says she wants me to find her one that's 1500 less than the one that's 8500 out the door. So if you go to a car dealership and you want a car that's seven grand out the door, you need to really be in a car that's about $5,600, $5,700. She thinks that you should be able to buy a 2013 or 2014 Hyundai Sonata based on what she saw for seven grand out the door. Well, Dana and I both know that that's not going to happen. Now, I did look at the car. I did look at the Carfax. But what's the odds of a car that was bought at the auction three months ago and hasn't sold yet that it was in some kind of an accident may have been in a body shop for a while? Pretty good chance. Now, what's the chance that the Carfax isn't correct? Really good chance. Are you going to go help somebody buy a 95,000-mile, $8,500 Hyundai Sonata from somebody you don't know? Nope. Neither am I. Now, interestingly, as you say that, I we I have a client that just traded in what would be the perfect car for her at Rodeo Ford. Um, so maybe you could help. I don't what know. Was it? Uh, it was one of those, um, what you just said, a Hyundai Sonata, a 13, immaculate, low mileage, under 7000 I would imagine they could sell it for out the door. I'll leave it alone. But um, from there, in talking about purchasing vehicles, and we'll talk more about this a little bit later on. What did she buy? Um, the, you're talking about the... The gal that traded the Sonata. Oh, that was a man that traded it in. Um, he, he bought a Ford. He was my... I'll, I'll tell you about it here shortly. Okay. Anyway, in the meantime, you know, often... I, I look at just how expensive cars are. Gary and I, of course, are on dealership properties and in showrooms, and I, I can't help myself, but I, I glance and look at the, the different stickers on the different types of cars, and it, it it's just kind of shocking from when I did start in the auto industry almost 35 years ago or over 34 years ago to today. Um, how much different not only the prices but but the cars are i mean certainly the the cars have changed as much as the prices have i think to to be fair anyway with that when someone is looking to purchase a car today the average price of a new car today is around thirty seven thousand dollars Average. Average. That's 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 just the average price, and that's up a little over $1,000, about $1,300 over the same time last year. And obviously not everybody buys the average car. The, the average car payment in 
America this past month on a new car was $554 a month. Again, that that's an average. When I hear that, it's just startling to me when I say it out loud, but it just happens to be true. The other thing you have to remember is I mentioned my wife buying a Dodge truck. It's Ram 1500. The difference from the MSRP from 2015 to 2019 was close to $16,000. Now, the engine's the same. The truck is called the same. However, it went from 20-inch wheels to 22-inch wheels, went from a sunroof to a panoramic sunroof. It went from an 8.4 U-Connect to an 8.4 U-Connect with a 12-inch screen. It had reclining heated rear seats. It had blind spot monitors, lane departure warning, had a surround view camera, had a real a rear bed step. It had rear uh, bed compartment tie downs. So it's pretty basic, not not very fancy at all. No, but the crazy <laughs> thing is they were both Laramie Longhorns. And when she bought her truck in 2015, that was pretty well equipped. Didn't have all the technology. So what's making the price of these cars as expensive as they are, is the new technology. And safety features that they're incorporating. The The other thing, and this is one that I think is the, the one that worries me the most. Um, the average term of a new car loan, 69 months. So five years is 60 months. Six years is 72 months. 69 months average term of a new car loan. This is the part that's scary. The people trying to save money by buying used cars. The average term of a used car loan, 65 months. Now, I've got to leave to go meet a client, but it's funny when Dana just hit a nerve when he said the average used car. You do realize that not only is the average used car pr- price is up, but the gross profit is up due to the fact of the one price shopping. CarMax, Carvana, and AutoNation. Welcome to Rodeo Ford. Located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, views come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. You know, I left the last segment referencing, and the one that really scared me the most was was that last one, that the average term for a used car loan at 65 months, which is just four months shorter, obviously, than 69 months. And so many people, and again, I, I believe that their thought process is, 
that they're going to let someone else take the depreciation. They'll buy it a couple years old and, and by doing that, you know, save enough money to have it make more sense, I guess, have less debt. And, you know, for some people it's psychological where they just think, well, I'm just never buying a new car because they, you know, depreciate X percentage when you drive them off the lot. Well, um, obviously there's, there's some truth to how much they lose or depreciate when you first drive them off the lot. Obviously, there, there's some merit to that because when you do purchase a vehicle, there's obviously the sales tax, there's the registration, there's the dealer documentary service fee. If they made profit in the transaction, which in most cases, obviously, they do or they wouldn't participate. And so, needless to say, unless you put down down payment to offset the the value or to reduce the amount that you're financing, um, you're you're just going to owe a lot. Anyway, without trying to confuse this, for me when I have people call and they share with me how they you know don't want to buy a new car, how they you know want to get something late model, you know low mileage almost new, but essentially save all that money that they hope to save by by getting that late model used car versus the new one. There, there's some vehicles that that perhaps you can actually do that on. Not not really high demand vehicles, not not vehicles that, that people would, would really be looking for, but on vehicles that perhaps are you know, a dime a dozen or, or, or just really common. And as an example, you know, and of course everybody has their own perspectives, but without going into the luxury line, because once you get into the luxury ballpark, um, there can be a substantial difference between a, a new vehicle and a couple year old one and a little bit different realm. But most of the cars that are sold are, are obviously not luxury cars. Most of the people buy, you know, either mid, you know, luxury or, or, or below with, you know, a smaller percentage getting the, the, the top of the line stuff. So the average person that's looking for, whether it's a, a late model Toyota, you know, forerunner or a late model Honda Odyssey or a late model Genesis 70 or, you know, certain just lots of different vehicles that are, are vehicles that hold their value well, that are desirable. Those vehicles, when, if you go to buy them used, it, it can just be shocking how how close to the new car price, the the advertised price would might be or would be. And, and often, as we've talked about on the show many times, the, the dealer doesn't even intend to honor the advertised price on the used car anyway. But even if they were to honor the price that you're seeing, the disparity between it and a new one is, is typically not near as great as, as people might expect or, or think. What you know and what you think are, are not the same. 
if if it's a Chevy um, Cruze as an example, and it's a few years old, well, that's a car that's not going to hold its value very well. Isn't a very good car, in my opinion, and should be able to be bought cheaply. Um, you get what you pay for. But when it comes to some of the more reliable reputation, more dependable. Certainly the Koreans have come a, a really long way. And, and that's really the one area so far where, where they haven't caught up. The, in, in style, um, I, I believe it was back in 2011 I, on the radio show, at least in my opinion, I felt like the Koreans had already met or surpassed the Japanese in, in looks. And, and then in feature content, they were, they were simply providing a lot more standard elements and features that either weren't available on the Japanese counterparts or you'd have to go up to a much more expensive model. But the one area where they... And then by 2015-16, which I suggest it would probably be the case, the quality of the cars would, would potentially meet or surpass the Japanese. And if you were to look at J.D. Powers and Associates for the last five years, initial quality testing, I, I think you might be shocked to see where Kia, Hyundai, and Genesis show up on that list because they're typically in the number one or two spot as and if you think back to the early days of the Kia and the Hyundai I used to suggest that perhaps it'd be best to get in black because that way you'd already have your coffin because they were so unsafe and so bad but that was then this is now other than it seems like in the first couple of years they if you do happen to trade them, they haven't caught up on the resale value side of it as as much as, as I believe they should have. And so you might be able to get a, a, a bigger or better deal in relationship to new on that product, a, a, either a, perhaps a Kia or a Hyundai. But what ends up happening often, and the point of this long diatribe, is that people end up getting a vehicle that's maybe a couple years old that is either almost out of warranty or, or going to be out of warranty you know, sooner than later. They either have the original tires on it and original brakes and or they've been replaced, but if they haven't, it's, it's something that obviously you're going to face sooner. The interest rates are, are virtually always higher on a pre-owned vehicle than they are on a new one. And if you're buying a pre-owned vehicle, how much remaining warranty is on it? And, and now there's the really big factor of what's happened over these last couple of years. If you think about all these different brands and across the board, the safety technology is, is night and day different than it was three, four years ago. The standard features on, you know, a Honda or a Toyota or, you know, or certain models is, is so extensive from forward collision prevention, you know, adaptive cruise control, cross traffic alert, blind spot monitoring, lane departure warning, all these types of safety technologies beyond backup camera, beyond Bluetooth, beyond ABS. They've got these things with 360 cameras and just a, a, all kinds of things that 
today would potentially be available or standard on a new model, but just two, three years ago, wouldn't have been available at any price. And so with a warranty, you know, now, depending on if it's two years old, two and a half years old, you know, how old is it? The typical warranty is three years on the, you know, what they call limited bumper to bumper, which really means if you maintain it properly, you're covered for three years or 36,000 miles. Um, with that, um, in the event that time or miles comes, if you're buying that vehicle used, you have to consider purchasing an extended service contract and and then weigh in things like, well, when do you replace tires? When do you replace brakes? Um, a major service that you know might come at, say, 60,000 miles is, is going to come that much sooner. And by the time you start weighing all of these variables... Again, depending on what you're selecting, it, it can make it just far less logical to to be determined to to buy a used one. And in many cases, it, it may be time for you to really learn and understand leasing. Leasing is not a dirty word, and it's certainly not for everyone by any stretch of the imagination. But it's certainly not not for everyone. And there's there's a lot of people today that, unfortunately, either because of not understanding, not not fully realizing the the pros and cons of of the decision, find themselves purchasing pre-owned late model cars and financing them for too long, paying too high of a rate and financing it for a really long period of time, either out of warranty or, or buying an extended service contract that just pushes the price up even higher and the payment up even higher. And so I believe that of course, again, not for everyone, but a properly structured lease is, is, for many, many people, the way that they should be approaching the transaction and letting the bank take the risk of depreciation, have a, a much smaller monthly payment, take a lot less money out of your pocket, and essentially take a three-year test drive and then determine whether or not it makes sense to buy it. And I can assure you that this is going to become more prevalent. It simply has to. The average person isn't comfortable and isn't going to be comfortable with a, a payment that's higher than half of the average mortgage. The average mortgage isn't well over a thousand. And so the average car payment today is more than half the average mortgage. Well, for a lot of people, the psychological barrier of I own it, it's mine. Well, is it? I mean, if you're making monthly payments to a bank and then if you don't make a payment to the bank, I think you would learn pretty quickly who owns it. But 
in that owning it part, you, you also own the the risk part, the 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 depreciation part, the the part where when you go to trade it in, it's your skill sets and negotiating ability against the dealer's skill sets and negotiating ability, and in most cases that should be a mismatch. Unfortunately, not in your favor, and so. For a lot of people, um, again, people get talked into, like Gary had spoken about on last week's show, um, they get tricked into a, a six-year lease by something that could be nothing less than, in my opinion, criminal activity, and and that's a picture of leasing. No, that's not leasing. That's That's cheating. But each decision stands on its own and for a lot of people you know it, it's just not the right thing to do their their needs how they drive their lifestyle it it's absolutely not in their best interest to lease and i promise you gary or myself will in a matter of a minute or two after listening to you know whether it would be something that would make sense or or be something that you should at least consider gary and i aren't here to sell you we're here to help you, guide you, consult for you, protect you, advocate for your dollars. And if you're not thrilled with us, we don't charge a penny. So I, I really don't understand how much easier we could make it. But one way to find out would be to pick up the phone and give Gary a call. Um, his phone number at the risk of being redundant is 602 525-1370. I'll repeat that. 602-525-1370. Or you can reach me, Dana, at 602-679-8324. We are your car insiders. We are for real. We work exclusively for you. Give us a call. We'll prove it. <laughs> 